So thank you, Pastor, for the privilege. I really appreciate it. Amen. Amen. I bring you greetings from Pastor Isaac, my father. He asked me yesterday when I spoke with him after, how was it? I said, I think they were blessed. <laughs> and he said, go, to, go, go there today to more grace for you. Amen. So he is with us in spirit. Amen. He, he sent his regards. Amen. Like I said yesterday, tonight we'll talk about the root of faith. Amen. Before we start, I, for those of you who weren't here yesterday, I introduced two of my books, um, Back to Prayer, Timeless Truths from Biblical Accounts of Prayer and Prayer Missiles, 21 Days of Strategic Breakthrough Prayers. So if you haven't grabbed your copy, um, Pastor, <laughs> this, this, amen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll let Pastor know the price. I'm fine, Pastor, but uh, you are the chief shepherd here, so I can't, I can't say otherwise. Amen. It's at the back there. Make sure you grab your copy. Amen. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, speak to us. And let your word come in power. In a way that our lives will never be the same again. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Let's go to our main scripture, Luke chapter 8. Let's read from verse 5. Luke chapter 8. Work with me in the media room. Amen. I usually have lots of notes when I'm preaching, but because we have to pray, I said, no, if I bring notes, we'll, we'll pray. <laughs> Luke 8, 5. And so I went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. The Bible is for you, underline, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Can underline that one also? The Bible is not borrowed. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Verse 12. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no roots, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation, fall away. Amen. Let's stop there. Our theme says deeper roots. And yesterday I laid the foundation saying that roots are joined to fruits. And that as the root is, so is the tree. And that the root is the hidden part of the tree which nobody sees. And so as Christians, there are those aspects of our lives which are hidden, which nobody sees, but those aspects are the essential things that make us who we really are, not what people see us on the surface. And we looked at the root of prayer yesterday, saying that prayer is one of those hidden things that people don't see. You know, the people who make prayer a show in the Bible they are called Pharisees and Jesus didn't like them at all because the root is supposed to be hidden amen and tonight we are looking at the root of faith Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 to verse 7 the root of faith why are we saying faith is a root. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 7. Hallelujah. It says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. As ye have received the Lord Jesus, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving as ye have received the Lord Jesus so walk ye in him how did we receive the Lord Jesus the Bible says in Ephesians 2 for by grace are ye saved through faith for by grace are ye saved through faith. The, the theme scripture, I said, the seed that fell on the wayside, the enemy came and stole it from their hearts. 
lest they should believe and be saved. We are saved through believing, through faith. As ye have therefore received the Lord Jesus, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. Established in the faith. Rooted and built up in him. Faith is a root that establishes you in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about deeper roots. One of the roots that you want to grow deep in your life is your faith. What then is faith? Hebrews 11.1 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. TDA, anything, you'll be quoting mommy in the tree. Ayana tree, my guana, power the woman, more than English. Hebrews 11 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Maybe that will be so. May some kind, yes, tree. Yeah, Hallelujah. So I I am hoping for something. I don't have it, but when I have faith. The faith in itself is evidence of it. You know, when when a, a lady gets married, what is the evidence? When you see her without her husband, what is the evidence that she's married? Yeah, you're looking for a ring. Even though the husband is not the ring. But the moment you see the ring, you know that this one is occupied. I can't, I can't submit any application. Right? The ring is an evidence of the marriage, even though the husband is not there for you to see him. And so faith is also an evidence for something you are expecting, even though that thing is not there. But as long as the faith is there, it is like the thing is already there. And I see a ring. I mean, I, maybe some of you have been seen my. Who is here who doesn't know my wife? You've not seen my wife before. Yeah, you've not seen my wife, but you know that I am married, right? Yeah, you, there's no argument because you see the ring. There's no argument. In fact, when you argue after seeing the ring that I am married or not. We might want to call 911 for you. Maybe something is going on wrong after. Right? So faith is, is, that is how faith is equal to the real thing when you have it. Because you may not have the thing, but because you have faith, it is like you have the ring already. So the thing is already there. Amen. Amen. Why is faith important? When we are talking about deeper roots. Luke 22, verse 32. Luke 22, 32. Jesus, praying for his disciples, realized that one of them, Satan, wants to take him out. Peter. So Jesus said, Satan, let's start from 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. Jesus prayed for him and he told him the prayer topic that he was praying for him about. He said, when I went to the Father, this was the prayer topic. I wasn't praying that you have a car. I wasn't praying that you have a house. I mean, Satan is trying to shake you. Why would I be praying for a car? And Satan is trying to shake you. Why would I be praying for good health? He said, I have prayed for you. And the prayer topic that I pray is this. That Father, don't let Peter's faith fail. Because Jesus knew that faith is a root. 
And when the root is taken out, any small wind will blow the tree down. It doesn't matter how big the tree seems. When the root is not there, it will fall down with the slightest wind. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. Hallelujah. So faith is important because life is full of winds that are blowing. If you remember our team text, it said those who fell on the rocks, they withered away. Why? Because it had no moisture. Because Amen. Photosynthesis, no, the big word in Nana said, They say, A quina, a Giano Fasu, a Giani, a Maunini. Now, a quina, a Suna, a Giani, 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 Okay, one of the gospels, this same text, it tells, it tells us why the seed that fell on the rock withered. It said the sun shone on it and then it withered. You see, the sunshine is representing affliction, troubles, challenges, adversity. That same adversity that is killing someone can make some food for another person. It all depends on where your root is positioned. If your root is positioned deep in the earth where the water is, the sunshine that you are going through will be a setup for your promotion. Amen? So, Adversity is actually an advantage if your roots are deep. Amen. Amen. We need to develop deep roots in faith because without faith, Bible said, you cannot please God. Hebrews eleven says, "For without faith, it is impossible to please God." It's impossible. Without faith, you cannot go further with God. Bible said that Enoch walked with God by faith. He walked with God by faith. He walked. I mean, have you seen somebody walking and standing at the same place at the same time? No. When you are walking, you are advancing. When you are walking, you are going forward. And Enoch walked with God by faith. So with faith, you can go further in your walk with God. Without faith, you will never see the glory of God. Never. Jesus came to Martha and Mary when, when Lazarus was dead. And he said to Martha, your brother will live. And Martha said, oh, I know, at the last day he will resurrect again. Jesus said, did I not say unto you that if thou can believe, you will see the glory of God? If you can believe, if you can have faith, you will see God's glory. So faith is so important that we must go through whatever it takes to develop our root of faith. Whatever it takes to put that root deep in the earth where the water is. You need to do it. And I just briefly want to show you four things you can do to do that and then we'll pray. Four things to do to shoot your root of faith deep into the air. Number one, faith comes and goes by what you hear. 
Take arms and go by what you hear. The Bible said in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it said, So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You want faith? You need the word of God. And we are talking of hearing the word of God. You know, it amazes me how many Christians don't listen to the word of God. You know, I'm not talking about reading God's word. You can read God's word. There are professors who have read it more than you are reading it. But they don't have faith. Hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. is. As you are reading it, God's word jumps into your heart so that it's no longer in the book but in your heart. Amen? Amen. That is what will bring faith. It's not the head knowledge. He said the seed was in the heart. Where did the thieves steal the seed from? From their hearts. Why? So that they will not believe and be saved. As long as it is in your head and it has not gotten into your heart, there is no faith. Paul said, Romans 10, 9, or 8, 9, 10. He says, or 11, with the heart man believes, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Faith comes and goes by hearing. One thing I want to leave with you is for you to have a discipline to listen to preaching. Preaching. It is one of the shortcuts to hearing the word of God. Preaching. I mean, why struggle to go through it when pastor has done all the analysis and packaged it and preached it to you? Why won't you take that message and play it over and over and over again? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Another mystery in that same point. You see in your Bible, it will say faith comes by hearing and hearing. So by hearing there is a command. And hearing by the word of God. The command was put there by the translators. So let's try and move the command around. Let's move the comma from the first place where it is and put it after the second hearing. So now it will read so then faith comes by hearing and hearing. Come on. By the word of God. What does that mean? You will have no faith if you only hear God's word once. Psalm 62 verse 11. It said, once has God spoken. Twice have I heard it. That power belongs to God. I mean, small ants like we. God Almighty speaks and we want to hear him once? How will you understand? How will you understand when the Almighty God has spoken and all you can do is to listen to it once? That is why the preaching that is being preached here is not benefiting you. If you only hear God's word on Sunday when pastor has come and he has preached it, that message you have only heard it once, it won't benefit you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. You play it. I can listen to one preaching plenty times. It will stop, I will start again. It will stop and every time I am hearing, I am hearing something new that I missed. And you people, you are so blessed. How many of you know that pastor has a podcast? The messages are there on your phone. Bing, bing, it's downloaded. As you are going, you are listening. In fact, you have difficulty answering questions in heaven when me, who is not a member of this church, I know pastor's message more than you. The benefits of Covenant what? Investments. Unza unkai, unkai message ni title crap. Unkai. Hearing and hearing. Amen. Number two. 
faith rises and falls by what you see. Faith rises and falls by what you see. Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Because of time, I will paraphrase the scripture. God had promised Abraham, I will give you a child. Abraham doesn't see the action. God, I don't see it all. I can't take far. I have no child. So Abraham is sleeping one night. God wants his faith to rise up. He calls him in the night said, come out. Look outside. Look at the stars. Begin to count them. See if you can count them. And then God says to him, so shall your descendants be. And then the Bible says, and Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. What you see can generate faith in your heart. That is why you, sometimes it's not just listening. You must watch. You must watch. It's on Facebook. Oh, it's on, you sit there and watch pastors preaching. You see how it's moving about with all the passion screaming. Even that alone in itself is a message. Amen? Which is why you should not spend too much time watching Nigeria movie part 1, part 2, part 3A, part 3B, part 3C. Where is that faith coming from? From the movie? Number 3. I have to move on so we can pray. Faith stays alive or dies by what you do. James chapter 2 from verse 20. I want to read this scripture. Please put it there. James chapter 2 verse 20. James 2 verse 20. He's talking about how faith without works is dead. He says, this one is the Bible. That's why I wanted to read it because I didn't want you to tell me that I have insulted you. It says, you foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds or without action is useless? Yes, let's go on. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Let's pause here. I just told you about Genesis 15. Abraham, in the first Easter, was considered righteous by not doing anything. God just called him, come and see the stars. He watched the stars. God told him, I am going to do this for you. And Abraham believed it. Did he have to do anything? What did he have to do? Just believe God that what you are saying is true. That's it. And Bible said in Genesis 15, I think verse 6, it says, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So he, was, he didn't do anything, just like coming to Jesus. You don't do anything, you just believe. But later on in Genesis 22, God tells him, go and sacrifice your son Isaac. You can't just sit there and say, God, I believe you. He's asking you to do something. And so if you truly believe, we will see it in your obedience. Faith stays alive or dies by what you do. He says, was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Uh-huh. Let's go on. You see that his faith and his actions were working together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. Let's jump to verse 26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without action is dead. You can listen to preaching until your ears will fall out. If you don't do what the preaching says, your faith will die. Amen? Amen. Number four. Faith is secured 
or shipwrecked by what you are ready to fight for. Faith is secured or shipwrecked based on what you are willing to fight for. This point is where a lot of us because we are not ready to fight for what we believe. Second Timothy 4, 7. This scripture, you can memorize it. 2, 4, 7. Second Timothy 4, verse 7. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. How? By fighting a good fight. First Timothy 1.18 First Timothy 1.18 He says This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, Concerning the prophecies which have gone on before thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. I like in James. Thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Verse 19. Holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected, have made shipwreck concerning their faith. Amen? Amen. He said, I, there are some words of prophecy that you have heard that generated faith in your heart. And he said, these words I am telling you so that by those words you will fight a good warfare holding on to the faith that came in your hearts which other people have rejected and so their faith has been shipwrecked. Shipwreck, you can't say. I said, yeah, shipwreck, you know, a shame. That ship is a shame, you know. Boat. 19, you saw, kind of. Amen. I said, yeah, of course, you know, 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 so we have a lot of Christians who are backslidden. They, they come to church dress all right, but they are backslidden long time. Long time. Because the faith is shipwrecked. Because we are not ready when you face that small challenge to say that, no, I believe that God's word is true. I will fight for what I believe. I believe that God's word which he spoke to me, he will not lie to me. I am ready to fight for it to come to pass. Yeah. I will just give up. When you just give up, your faith is shipwrecked. What has God promised you? Is it healing? By my stripes, ye healed. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Do you believe it? Do you really believe it? It's not the body more than the remains. If I can give you a body, can I not put clothes on it? Are you ready to fight for what you believe? Or you just throw in the towel? Amen. 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 In conclusion, I want to challenge you. At the end of the race, there is one thing. That if you have lost everything, but you have that one thing, you are still considered a winner. But that one thing 
If at the end of the race, you have everything, but you don't have that one thing, you are considered a big loser. That one thing is your faith. That one thing is what the devil is after. That is why you are going through what you are going through. He's after your faith. And tonight, I want you to rise up with me. We are going to pray that our faith will not fail. That our faith will not fail. Just one prayer. And then I'll hand over to Pastor. Hallelujah. It says, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. Luke 22, verse 32. But I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you are going through, and I don't want to know because it is not important. What you are going through is not as important as the faith that Satan is after. You will fight for your faith. Paul, at the end of his race, he said, I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. Close your eyes with me and just speak in tongues. Kapando <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
believe me? Do you believe me? Wait, what do You want to pray and say, Lord, don't let my faith fail. Don't let my faith fail. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. He comes
Yeah, I'll 
Jesus. 